Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. The Green Party are coming under attack from two fronts today. A little bit later on, we'll hear from the IFA's, uh, the chair here in Wexford, Gerald Manny, but I'm now joined by Fianna Fáil Councillor uh, Joe Sullivan. Good morning to Joe. Good morning, Alan. How are you? I'm grand, Joe. I don't know if you managed to hear Sean Defoe there, but as a councillor in North Wexford, I wouldn't mind getting your view on, on, on where you think we should be heading or where you think we, we are now heading. What do you think, uh, Joe? In, in, this is in relation to in the, re- the reopening. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, like, Alan, since this uh, pandemic started, we've had to take the advice and effort because they're all qualified in the field. They've done the necessary research. And, they, they, you know, they are the experts and we have to take their advice. And if they say that we have to continue with the restrictions in some guys until early in the new year, I think we have to accept that. Now, it's not, it's not what we want, but public health, I suppose, has to be foremost in relation to yeah. this issue. All right, uh, Joe, look, there's uh, uh, some comments coming in. I think it's ridiculous opening nightclubs at this stage. Back to dancing, all that again. There will be a bigger outbreak of COVID now that every second person is getting the flu as well. That comes from uh, Magan and Escorthy. Somebody uh, has just texted in, ahead of your Green Party bash fest. Well, it's not necessarily a Green Party bash fest. It just happens that two of my guests this morning have issues with the Green Party. And we will, of course, give the Green Party a chance to respond to these issues, but they have to raise them first. Could you ask your contributors if they believe in science? The vast majority has accepted the science around COVID and deferred to experts. So many refuse to believe the scientists and experts when it comes to climate change and biodiversity loss. And if they do believe in the science, how would they tackle the issues? That's a question that's just been raised. Anyway, Joe, you have an issue with the Green Party and the disproportionate a damaging impact they believe, you believe their policies are having on rural life and rural Wexford. Tell me more. Yes, well, well it, it's about rural dwelling that, that my point is, is essentially is that the imposition of further taxes on fuel uh, has, has disproportionately affected people living in, in the country where a car is an essential item. It's not a luxury. I know estates in Gorey where you can walk in five minutes to all the sporting activities, all the schools, all the supermarkets. You have that at your disposal. An awful lot of the Green Party elected representatives have 12 TDs, four senators, two MEPs and over 40 councillors. I just went through them yesterday and had a look. They're all very much urban-based. I don't think they have a grasp of what is needed for rural living. Right. And with petrol prices coming into the area of 170 per litre, it's mm. putting an extra burden on people who are living in the country because a car is an essential item. We don't have a public transport structure within rural Ireland that we can say, OK, we use the public transport. If it was there, of course we'd use it. Why wouldn't we? Right. It, why, why would we spend money unnecessarily? Right, so you believe that the Green Party's policies are disproportionate towards rural Wexford simply because most of them are urban-based? Yeah, well, well, it's disproportionate towards rural Ireland, indeed, and Wexford is basically a rural county. I think a greater portion of our people live in rural locations around County Wexford, so we don't actually have a Green representative, as far as I'm aware, elected to any of the district council, county council, or to the Shannon or the Dáil. Hmm. So I, I think the Green Party may not be in put as much as they might be with 
But you know what people are going to say, Joe? They're in power with your party, Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael, and uh, I mean, can you not sort this out between you? Yeah, well, they are in power with our parties, and I and I accept that totally. But I also accept that Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael are well aware of the challenges being, being posed at this moment in time by climate change. And, like, climate change is, is a world issue. There's European directives and targets that the Irish government will be trying to meet, whether the Greens are in government or not. Remember, this is a problem for us all. Mm. The Green Party can't take ownership of climate change. Climate change is a global issue. And our government's as well-tuned in as any other government. Our political parties are. Do you know what I mean? The, the, right. the, the, what we have here is that the, 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 the Green Party are assuming the role of, shall we say, the watch person over the government in relation to climate change. Of, of course, we need climate change, and we're all working towards it, and we all understand the science of it. We all understand that the CO2 emission, greenhouse gases, all of those greenhouse gases, all of those things have to be tackled, and tackled very, very seriously. And I don't think there is an easy solution, but I think about the solution, it should be all-embracing, and it should have the same impact on everybody, rather than it have an, a, a disproportionate impact on the people who were living in rural Ireland. And how would you change things, Joe? What would you do differently? How, how, how would I change things? The, the, you see, that's the thing. I think towards this we're moving too fast. We have to hit our targets, sure enough. But, like, you, you look at, 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 at the moment, we're going into a winter now where we have been advised that we may actually have power cutouts because we have closed some power stations mm. and we may not have enough electricity in the national grid. In relation to in relation to the transport situation, yeah. we're we're just not going to have the 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 the, the, the network of, of of transport that would be required to reduce the use of, of, of cars by people in rural Ireland. But would you look at other areas where we can get tax? Instead of, 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 of battering the motorist all the time, maybe air travel is an area we could look at. Impose a carbon tax on air travel. 2.5% of, of all uh, CO2 gases are emitted by uh, air, aircraft. Okay. You know, we have to look at that. You know, and, and there is no carbon tax on air travel at the minute, right. as far as I am aware. Right. So we, we have to look at alternative ways of gathering up this money. All right, look, I have a comment in from a listener wanting to know, can you do something to sort out the lights on the Coolatin Road, Joe? Uh, <laughs> it's live radio. These comments are coming in. This comment came in yesterday as well. Get the, the lights on the Coolatin Road. There's a few elderly people up there who, who would like to yes. go for a little, and they're a little bit concerned in the light of recent events as well. They, yes, yes. Coolatin Road, yes. I there you are now, Joe. There's a, there's a job there. for you to do. I'll, I'll be talking with the with the lights people, Tim Murphy and Wexford County Council, lights people. With a few Good man. So let them there be light and if Joe can get let the lights in Clannaton, yeah, let there be lights in Clannaton. Would Joe be in support of fast tracking wind turbines in Rosslare Port to meet the energy needs? Well, look, whether we like it or not, wind energy is the way forward. We've got to have the, the wind energy, and that is, is it, it is clean, it is green, and it is the future. So, like the location of it, like you know, I, I know wind turbines are people 
see them as, you know, a bit of a blight on the seascape when they look out. But they can be located in places that may not impinge on, uh, shall we say, scenic views that much. But definitely right. wind energy is, is a, a huge part of the energy going forward. Right, Joe, we, we, we'll round off our conversation by going back to petrol and diesel prices, which I was just kind of reflecting on the morning mix around about this time last year, or maybe even earlier during the pandemic, when you could get a litre of diesel or, or petrol for a little over a euro. And now, like people are saying to me, are we about to see the two euro mark raised for a litre of diesel or petrol before Christmas? And we had a comment, one of the first comments I took in yesterday was from a morning mix listener, who a few weeks ago was costing them 65 euro per week for their diesel then it went up to 85 and this listener was absolutely at their wits end because it's 100 euro per week now for them to travel and I mean that is going to impact on their uh, on, on their whole living arrangements isn't it that just can't continue of course it can't Alan it's hugely impacting on families if you have say a family if a mother and father and uh, two or three kids and they're living say four or five kilometres outside of a town and like to go to schools, go to sporting activities, go to music, whatever their interests are. Do, do you know, I mean, you could be in and out of town ten times a day, yeah. and it's all essential because, like, everybody has to live. Everybody has to have a standard of living. You know, I mean, we all just can't uh, come home in the evening and, and and hang around the house. There, there is living to be done. Like, you know, so yeah. that type of of, of fuel bill is unsustainable for the standard family. All right, Joe, look, we, you've, you've raised a number of talking points this morning. Thank you for taking our call this morning. That was uh, Councillor Joe Sullivan there. Do you agree or disagree with him? Southeast Radio's Morning Mix.